Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How about Boilermaker MV? Uh, I don't know what color that would be. Maybe it's a gold. I don't know. That doesn't sound sexy at all. Boilermaker in general is just, I I don't know. It's not very sensual. Uh, But the Boilermakers of Purdue are hosting Rutgers tonight and are 15 and a half point favorites. A big number here. And a total sitting at 139 and a half. A pretty low total, but Rutgers, one of the better defensive teams in the country. I was shocked to see this. According to Kimpom, the second best defensive efficiency of any team in the nation. Didn't know that about Rutgers. So when they're getting that many points, I know you kind of are leaning towards Purdue here. Uh, what's the case for Purdue? Like it's a big number, so that has to go into it. But mm-hmm. what do you think betters need to know before betting on this game? Uh, The case for Purdue here is even though Rutgers is really good on the defensive end, I don't think that they can slow down Zach Eady, especially when it comes to following him and sending him to the free throw line. I mean, Purdue shot 25 free throws to Rutgers 13 in that first meeting and Rutgers, I mean, Rutgers only lost that game by eight. So that was very impressive. I'm just not sure that they can do that again, especially with Purdue coming off of a loss this season and their two Mm -hmm. losses they've had prior to losing to Ohio state um, last week, they came out the next night, the next game rather and beat Iowa by 19 after they lost to Nebraska, they came out and beat Penn state by 17, uh, Ken Palm has this at 17, Haslametrics has this at 18. So when I see 15 and a half on the board, um, and both of those sites have this number higher, I think Purdue can get to the free throw line. Rutgers had 22, no, 15 offensive boards last time. I don't think that's going to happen, especially when you have the size of Zach Eady. That, like, that should never happen against Purdue. So I think the Boilermakers are going to fix some of those issues, and uh, I like them to cover the spread. Ooh, it's a big number though. Like I get what you're saying and that's probably why the number is where it is. I think the biggest question mark is can Rutgers keep up offensively speaking? Because yes, their defense is good, mm-hmm. but when you look at some of their offensive numbers, Buzz, Bad. your girlfriend, woof, uh, 356th <laughs> in effective field goal percentage. This offense is not good. So when you look across the way at Purdue, the number two offense in the country I think it's kind of a mismatch. So maybe I'm not on Rutgers, 
but I still cannot stomach like that big of a number. Uh, let's go on to the Pac-12. We've got Washington State, number 21, Cougs heading to uh, the number four Wildcats of Arizona. Arizona, 12-point favorites at home, total of 150 and a half. Now, this is the second matchup of these two teams uh, so far this season. Washington State took the first meeting at Washington State. So a little bit of revenge on the line for Arizona and a big matchup in the Pac-12 uh, where Washington State, I believe, uh, a game back from Arizona. They've got a pretty easy schedule for the rest of the way. This is the big one, though. And it's not going to be easy against this really prolific offense. But we've got a lot of points here. So, Kate, which way are you leaning? I'm leaning towards Washington State to cover this one. I mean, they already have one win against Arizona this year. Yes, that was at home. And Arizona has been extremely vulnerable on the road. So you kind of have to take that into account. Uh, but 12 and a half seems like uh, too big of a number for teams that are separated by half a game in the Pac-12 standings. I mean, if Washington game, State yeah. wins this game, um, it's, it gives them the number one seed heading into the tournament on the head-to-head -head because they would have two wins over Arizona. This is also like mm -hmm. a, a Washington State team that I think should be in the tournament, but they started Pac-12 play kind of slow, lost a couple games. So right now they're a little bit of like a bubble watch team. A win here would certainly strengthen their resume uh, and help them get into the tournament. And Washington State also won in Tucson last year. So it's not like they're they're going to be intimidated coming into Arizona uh, and trying to get the win there. So I think there's a lot of paths to victory for Washington State. So if you're giving me 12 and a half, I will certainly be taking the points uh, with the Cougs on the road. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Yeah, I think this is too close of a matchup to uh, give that many points. So I will take the points as well, because if you look at Washington State, I get it. They're a West Coast team. You probably haven't watched too many of their games if yeah. you're not staying up late and if you're up at this hour listening to this show. Uh, but Washington State comes in with a top 52 offense and defense, a pretty well-rounded squad, uh, defensively a little bit better, ranking 28th in adjusted defensive efficiency. But there's a lot of green. Uh, when it comes to the four factors, uh, according to Kim Palm. So the numbers are good. Clearly, they match up well against Arizona. So I'll take the double-digit points. Hopefully, it's not a trap. And if it is, 
I'm falling in because I'm not laying 12 and a half. I'm just not doing it. All right. On the bubble watch, since we only have two top 25 matchups today, uh, we've got SMU and Florida Atlantic. Uh, FAU laying six and a half, total 153 and a half. And looking at Gonzaga and Portland out west again, the Bulldogs laying 21 and a half. Uh, I feel like immediately it's a no for me. Anytime the number's that big, I'm just like, ah, there's other games on the board. Total of 160 and a half. Hey, do either of these games interest you? So the only case I could make for Gonzaga to cover this 21 and a half uh, is that they're not going to take their foot off the gas if they get up big. Uh, and clearly, based on this number, they should get up big because the Zags have had a weaker schedule this season um, than they have in previous years. So they're 20 and six, but, but that record isn't all that impressive when it comes to tournament standings or tournament seating because it, they haven't played uh, very good teams. Um, gave up 96 points to the Zags Portland did earlier this year. 96-64 loss when these two teams met. I think Gonzaga can uh, likely cover this number. I don't necessarily want to lay it, but I might look, Chelsea, at like a first half line because I think the Bulldogs mm-hmm. will get off to a good start. They'll get up big at half. Like laying the full game number just concerns me a little for a backdoor cover if they take their foot off the gas late in the game. You know, crazier things have happened, but maybe a first half line is is how I'll play this one. Do you ever play first halves like other than this? Because I get it when the spread is really massive, but I don't think I've played any first half bets this year. And there's been some numbers I've felt a little uncomfortable with, like sitting around like the eight and a half to like nine and a half line. That's when I start to get like a little nervous, but I do feel like it is a different bet because even Mm -hmm. if you're like a 10 point favorite, sometimes, you know, the shots just aren't falling in the first half. And that's why I like don't love first half bets just because, you know, if your shots aren't falling, you know, but you've got the whole game to iron it out. Are you somebody that plays first half bets a lot? I play more first half and first quarter bets in the NBA than I do in college, just because I feel Mm -hmm. like I can trust those players, those teams, what I know about them a little bit more. There's more um, vulnerability and variables in college basketball that, it's hard to trust teams, but the Zags have been a team in the past that I've been on in the first half. They're fairly good in those spots, and Portland's defense is awful. 358th in effective field goal defense, 356th in three-point defense. That's some of the worst in the league, so Zags tonight Ooh. for me. I think that's some of the worst in the country. I don't know how many teams there are in college hoops, but I don't think it's more than 400, so it's not oh, great no. numbers. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.